0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Golly Dating 101 Podcast. It's your host, Tavares, and I'm here with another episode. Um, if you're listening to this, then that just shows that you're an obvious returning subscriber, but I'm trying to get this uploaded on YouTube. Um, if you do see it, uh, I hope the quality is good enough because my setup is kind of trash right now. You know, so I'm just in a random room trying to get this recorded, but I know you're not here for all the preliminaries, so I just want to thank you for turning. Back into another episode episode 51 if i'm not mistaken and we want to talk to our brothers today on the four type of women that they must avoid so ladies you may hear that and think okay this episode is not for me but this episode is still for you because you need to know the type of woman you should not become or should not be and if you are that woman you need to see like go to god in order for you to change but brothers this is here to warn you you know so i want want to jump right into it. You know, I pray that the Holy Spirit will speak to one of your, you know, your life so that we can grow from here. So, yeah. So if you're looking, I'm, I'm re- reading off my iPad. But number one, the number one woman you must avoid is an unbeliever. Um, and obvious, this is in regards to romantic relationships. It's not a matter of you can't have friends unless they're saved. Um, but the Bible says in Second Corinthians six and 14, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Or what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion have light with darkness? I reiterate this all the time on every single episode, every time we get the chance. But I have to keep saying it because people are not listening to me. <laughs> you know, people are not taking the Bible seriously when the Bible says this, you know, because we always think that we can help them. Yeah, we, we're going to get them saved. It's no big deal. It's, it's not. It's fine if they're not saved today. They'll be saved in the future. But how do you know that? Paul literally says, don't be unequally yoked, which means there's a connection. You guys are working together. So if you're heading towards righteousness and they're heading away from righteousness because they're on the path of sin, then how can you grow together? Because Amos Amos, um, chapter three, verse three says, can two walk together except they be agreed? So you have to be in agreement with the person that you're with. You have to be able to have the, the same spiritual mindset in order to grow spiritually. So I need you to hear me when I say this. It is not your job to date them into the kingdom. You cannot date someone into a relationship with God. You cannot. You are not good looking enough to make somebody serve God that doesn't want to serve God. You are not. Sir, fellas, listen to me. Nothing you do or say can can make someone love God that doesn't want to love God that's something that has to be a choice because they have to seek God for themselves because we have to understand that it's very easy for a non-believer to go to church going to church is not a problem it's very easy for a non-believer to even get baptized you know because they may hear a convicting word and they're like yeah I want to get my sins washed away I'll get baptized but at the same time what happens after that because it takes a made-up mind it takes a conscious decision that I want to live for God that I want to be saved that I want to God to work in my life, and you can't make someone do that just because you're dating them, you know. So I don't want to burst your bubble because I know many people do this often, but that's something that we have to stop doing. They need, people need to seek God for themselves, you know. So you can um, influence them, you can uh and, you know encourage them to pursue after God tell them the benefits and show them a godly life by your actions but you can live godly from now until the rapture and that does not mean the person you're dating is going to be saved so we have to be careful of not thinking that we can date people into the kingdom we cannot you know someone who seeks God because of you they may only be seeking him because of you so now if you break up that person is going to turn away from God so now if you 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 know you don't see things going well. It's just like ah, I gotta end this relationship, man. I, I don't feel like God is a part of it now. That person may not even go back to church because in reality they were going for you. So if somebody's not going for going to church for God, they're not reading their Bible for God, they're not praying for God, they're doing it to impress you. That's not something that can last. So fellas, if she's an unbeliever, you must avoid her. And obviously, ladies, this works in the reverse. But I'm not doing the episode today. Safa is going to hopefully be on for the episode that we can do it then, you know, but we have to understand they will more than likely, you know, break up with you because you may be expecting them to live for God and that's not their goal. So the Bible, you know, gives us a standard of holiness. So, you know, your actions have to change. If you claim that you're a believer, your actions will change, you know, so now when their actions don't change, they're going to feel as though you're putting so much pressure on me, like. That's not what I signed up for. But in reality, it is what you signed up for because you gave them the impression that you're a Christian. You know, so you have to understand that someone ha- you have to see fruit before you can jump into a relationship with someone. You have to see that God is working in their life before you allow them to tell you. And that's really not the case. You have to see God moving. You have to see God working in their lives. You never want to get to the point where you just jump into a relationship just because they look good, because a non-believer can pull you out of God's will because of you just being enamored by their beauty per se, you know, and this even applies to lukewarm relationships, because I want you to understand that God is not in the middle of any of these lukewarm relationships. The Bible says in Revelation three 16, I'm gonna read it from the CSB. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth. So obviously King James says, he's going to spit you out, you know, um, spew you out. So we see that God is not impressed by someone who, they're in church, but they're not living for him. You know, they, they have, they have I'm a Christian in their bio, but their actions say they're atheists or they they, they go to small group or they wear the suit and tie or they, they're they a Christian influence or whatever, but we don't pray. We don't seek God. We don't do anything except tell people we're a Christian. God said, yeah, that type of person, I don't want you in my presence. You know, you're, you're not even trying to seek me. You're just saying that you love me, but your heart is far from me. So if God is saying that person's heart is far from them and he's going to spit them out of his mouth, why would you date them? Someone that God isn't even pleased with. Someone that God isn't even a part of. Fellas, avoid the woman who's avoiding God. (laughs) Let me say that again. Avoid the person who is not seeking after God, because if God isn't the foundation, it's not going to be able to last. You know, and every relationship, obviously that we get into has to bring God glory. You want to bring God glory out of our friendships, out of our dating relationships, even where you work, the friendships and the, the relationship that you have at work and everything you do, we need to be striving to bring glory to God's name. So if God isn't getting glory out of it. That's something that you must avoid. You know, so when you're pursuing after a woman, don't allow yourself to be caught up with the lukewarm woman, but seek a woman that's rooted in the word of God, rooted in prayer, because you need that type of woman that when you're feeling weak, bro, that when that flesh start acting up and she's like, nah, not today. Like I'm not the one. You need someone that'll stop you because a lot of people say they want a godly relationship until they meet someone godly. And now ah, you holier than now? You don't want to have sex. No, not holier than now. I just want to honor God. So you need someone who's going to know Jesus for herself. You need someone who's going to love Jesus for herself. And obviously ladies that's listening, you have to love God for yourself, not loving God. To get a godly man you need to love god because he died for you because he wants a relationship with you not loving god just in hopes of getting a spouse because it's deeper than that you know you need a connection with god so both parties need a connection with god in order for it to be a godly relationship both of you need to have a genuine connection to god the second woman that you must avoid is the lustful the promiscuous woman the woman that is Going to tempt you into sexual temptations, the Potiphar's wife's out there. I won't even call say the Bathshebas because Bathsheba was just taking her shower. King David was the one in the wrong. Story for another day, though. <laughs> but the lustful woman is someone that you have to avoid. And you would think this is a no-brainer, but clearly it's not. And I'm not saying just because I know many of you are falling. That that's listening to this episode, that's probably watching this on YouTube. I know myself that it's just like ah, no big deal. Um, I broke up with this person because they were lustful, but then I never dealt with the spirit that was behind it. So I ended up in another relationship that was lustful or I never dealt with the problems within me. So I kept pursuing after lustful women because it was some sinful nature in me that's, that, that needed to die. So we have to be careful that we're not turning to that because many of us, you know, you know, we stop thinking when the woman is beautiful. We stop thinking, man, when, when she walks by, you, you see you. You see all the Lord's goodness, you know, on full display and and things are just just nice, you know. And and it's so easy to to, to not even consider how's the fruit that she's bearing, because character is what raises your kids, not her curves. Fellas, it's so easy for us to focus on her body. It's so easy for us to focus on what she's wearing that we completely forget that it's her character is what's going to sustain the marriage. It's her character that's going to raise our kids. So we need to be careful that we're not pursuing after people that are able to lead us out of God's will and the lustful woman will. The Bible says, and I'm going to read it in a New Living Translation because I think it's pretty easy to get, Proverbs 5, 3 to 5, and then verse 8. It says, For the lips of an immoral woman are as sweet as honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is as bitter as poison, as dangerous as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. Here's verse eight. Stay away from her. Don't go near the door of her house. Listen, the Bible doesn't get it doesn't need to get more clearer than that. You know, we have to stay away from the person that's going to lead us into our destruction because her body is banging. But sin leads to death. Yeah, her smile is the best thing. You know, she has the cutest face in the world, but if she is a lustful woman, the Bible says her steps lead to death. It says to stay away from her. Don't go near the door of her house. You know what that means in our days? Don't go near the door of her Instagram. Don't go near her DMs. Don't go back responding to messages. Don't go in her Twitter and Snapchat. Don't go liking pictures because you are opening doors to things that God did not ordain. You are going, you're gonna pursue after things that God didn't ordain, and then you're gonna be drawn away by lust, and lust will destroy us every single time. You know, because the Bible tells us that we ought to resist the devil, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's James 4 and 7. But whenever the Bible spoke about sexual temptation, it said to run, flee youthful lust in 2 Timothy 2:22. Um, flee fornication in First Corinthians 6:18. There's so many verses that simply tells us that we need to run away from sexual temptation. When it comes to everything else, you know, the Bible is tell, making it clear, hey we need to we need to resist the devil, you know, put on the whole armor of God, but when it says sexual temptation, you see running. Joseph, I'm sure Potiphar's wife was fine. I'm sure she was probably the prettiest woman Joseph has ever seen, but when she threw her body at him, he ran because you cannot just stay there and ignore the naked body. You cannot you cannot entertain lust and then think, "Ah, okay, cool. We could send nudes and then no sex is going to happen. Uh, okay, we could make sexual jokes, but we're not going to think about sex." It's impossible. It's impossible to play with lust and not allow lust to drive you out of God's will because lust it's trust me, fam. I done been through unnecessary stuff. Seen unnecessary stuff, and the mind is going to bring it back to you at some inconvenient times, so please understand it's not God's will for us to be pursuing after lustful women. You have to find a woman that is willing to stay pure and she's not going to budge just because she's feeling lonely. There are some godly women out there that they feel discouraged because every guy that comes to them only wants sex and And I can understand how that's discouraging, but sis, please understand that you are the standard and God honors women like you. God honors women that continues to obey his word that doesn't allow men to manipulate you. And fellas, this is the type of woman we need to pursue. Not the, not the thoughts, you know, in the church, not because some of them might be in church, you know, you know, they, they might praise God, but they might be busting it open when service is over. And, you know, maybe that was immature of me to say, but the truth is, We need to understand that just because someone is in church does not mean they are not operating under a lustful spirit. And I know that's the case because I know I have done it. You can very well be in church and love God. Yes. And still not put your flesh under subjection. And we have to stay away from that type of spirit. Because it will get us and it will kill us every single time. So, fellas, listen to this. Please pursue after the woman that is aiming to live a life of purity. You know, and I thank God Safa was a strong woman the days I wasn't because, you know, the struggle was real. Especially when you get engaged, especially when you know you're going to marry somebody. And it's just like, ah, just as once. Those thoughts can easily come to you. But until you're married, it's illegal. Until you're married, it's not honoring God. It doesn't matter if you get married tomorrow. God honors marriage, sex within marriage. God doesn't honor sex just because you're infatuated, sex just because you're horny. No, God honors sex within marriage because that's what that blessing was given to us for. Sex is pleasure and for procreation. And God has blessed us with uh, with the opportunity to do that. But he wants it within the confines of marriage. You know, so I want you guys to understand that because temptation doesn't just go away because you're godly. Temptation doesn't go away because you love God. No, the devil's going to keep tempting you. So you have to make sure you're avoiding the lust for woman. You know, you have to find someone that actually has a heart for holiness and a heart for purity. And I say that because a lot of times we we, we like to talk about women and we want to talk about what they're dressing. Ah, uh, if only women weren't wearing this and uh, women this. And we could talk about women dressing all day. But in reality, we only dress a certain way because of what's in our heart. Because a woman that honors God, loves God, respects God and respects herself is not going to she's not going to be showing off what she doesn't need to show off. You know, so I'm not going to live a modest life if my heart is immodest. I'm going to live an impure life if my heart is not pure. So you have to understand that it's, it's bigger. Holiness is bigger than what you're wearing. Holiness is bigger than what you say It's all about what's in your heart, because what's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. What's in your heart is going to come out in the way you dress. What's in your heart is going to come out in the way you treat people. And that's how you can tell someone's connection to God, because you'll see something coming out of their heart. And it'll show if God is leading them or another spirit that ain't from God. Um, But number three, third woman that you need to avoid. That is, and sisters, don't get mad at me for saying this, but I have to help my brothers. Men, you must avoid a broken woman, you know? It's kind of hard to say that because you don't want to just make it seem like you want people to go out and hurt. But fellas, please hear me when I say this. She needs to heal first. Whether she pursued you or you pursued her, a broken woman needs to heal first. And Jeremiah 2 2 verse 13 says this. For my people have committed two evils, they have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and healed them out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. So that shows me that God's people, we have a tendency to need God and pursue something else that can't satisfy. So so God is saying, okay, I'm the well that never runs dry. Come from me, drink from my well, and we'll go get a cup of water down the street from Tony's house we'll go to Rebecca's house. We'll go to Jerome's house. We're going to Mary's house. God is saying, if you just come to my house, I can heal what's broken. But we jump into so many new relationships that can't heal. They can't satisfy. This verse shows us that God's people, we have that tendency to seek pleasure, seek joy in things that can never fulfill us. they are temporary fixes, but the cistern is broken. So you pour water into a broken cup, And the water keeps coming out. So it doesn't matter how good they make you feel. It doesn't matter how high the water is filled to the top because it's going to keep slowly leaking out the bottom if there's holes in it. So we have to understand that if someone is broken, we have to we have. And if you're the person that's broken, you have to see God. You cannot seek a new relationship to replace that because I'm a firm believer that a good godly man can help a woman that's broken firm believer. So please don't please don't hear me wrong when I'm saying that. My problem is he can easily become an idol. He can easily become your sense of joy, your sense of fulfillment. So now you have to understand that if that woman isn't healed, now you have to deal with some pain that she didn't address before. So now she was struggling with insecurities because the last guy cheated on her, insecurities because family members did something to her, insecure because people fat shamed her. people called her anorexic or people made fun of them and all these things. And then you have no idea. You come in pretty charming. You love God. And you just, you just see a beautiful woman you want to pursue. And now you're just like, Hey, well, uh, that would have been a bad example, but Hey, let's just say you just said something like you still eating, you know, say, say she took your fries. You know, girls, they say they don't want nothing to eat, but then they'll eat your fries. Like, girl, you going to eat all my fries. And Oh, you calling me fat. Like, and you're looking like, that is not what I said <laughs> at all. That is not what I said, woman. But it's so easy for us to not know that there are triggers that are bothering them because they have wounds. They have wounds that they have not allowed God to heal. So that's why we have to understand that we have to allow people to get over the pain um, or process it as best as they can prior to starting new relationships. You know, so you can try to. Obviously, avoid the pain that may come with it, you know, but you have to still understand it. you can't get mad when a woman lashes out at you over something simple. When in reality, it's not simple to her because it's a wound that she she hasn't healed, does not heal from. You know, so it's so, so many men that call women dysfunctional and all these things when in reality, they're just broken. They're just trying to deal with some drama, trying to deal with some things that that just left them scarred. But the next person wasn't the one who scarred you. And now they have to deal with it because you decided to seek a new relationship rather than to seek God for healing. And that's where problems start, because I honestly believe that hurt people hurt people. You know, like if I'm hurt, I'm going to hurt you because I have trust issues now. I don't feel like you have my best interests at heart. I feel as though, okay, all men are the same. I feel it's all all, you know, and you hear these comments over and over, you know, so there are many layers that go, that go into wounds and we have to allow God to heal it and remove the bandages and, 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 and man what's broken inside of us because men, if we pursue after that woman, trust me, you're getting yourself a stress. I've seen a lot of good men get stressed out because they found a, God, a godly woman, you know, I'm not saying she's a godly, but she had issues that she never addressed and all she did was stress him out and push them away because of their hurt because they don't know how to receive love because if you can't receive love how are you going to give it you can't give something you don't possess and that's why we need to go to God for healing because if you don't go to God for healing it's going to be a constant never-ending cycle if she's driven by her insecurities she'll never be able to trust you so yeah what what happened to you wasn't your fault but your healing is is up to you. Your healing is, is dependent on what you will do from that moment on. You know, so we have to understand that if you want someone to love you properly, you have to have someone who's able to love themselves properly, who's able to know who they are in Christ. Because if they don't know who they are and they just feel as though they're a failure because of what happened in the past, it's so difficult for that relationship to last, you know, because brokenness is something that goes hand in hand with bitterness, It goes hand in hand with unforgiveness. And a person that doesn't forgive, God said he won't forgive them. So you want to go start a relationship with someone that God said, I'm not forgiving them. Like God said, yeah, that person is about to go to hell if they don't, you know, just just forgive. Because if they don't, then God won't. It's just crazy to me how people overlook that part in the scriptures. God says that you must forgive someone that hurt you. Because he forgave you. So the same love that God shows us, he wants us to show people, even the ones that have wounded us. You know, so you have to be be careful when it comes to that wounded person, you know, because if they're in bondage to their past, they can never appreciate the present. They can never look forward to the future because they're always expecting you to hurt them, cheat on them, to leave them, to mistreat them, to abuse them, whatever it was that the last person did, they're expecting it. So it's hard to love when you keep a guard up. And when the Bible says, guard your heart above all else for, all of, for out of it are the issues of life, it wasn't saying to become your own defender because that's what God is. So when you try to replace God, that means you just stepped into idolatry all because of someone else's pain that they caused you. Listen, I know that was heavy. I, I, I feel as though, I feel like like I'm, I'm, I'm coming up against something that someone needs to hear this, but Men, you need to pray for that sister if you want to pursue after by all means, but you have that person needs prayer, ladies. If you're in that case, and obviously we'll do it in reverse, so we're going to talk about the broken men as well. But please understand the need to seek for healing because that person can never become your source of joy, they cannot become your source of peace and love. Only God can, you know. But if you find yourself in a situation like this, whereas you need you need help, you know, because you're dealing with trauma and some things that you've just been facing, you know, you're broken and you don't know how to get through it. I have a resource for you. It's called BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a resource that I love to tell you guys about because, like I mentioned, Christians don't take care of their mental health. They don't take care of their emotional health the way that we should. But BetterHelp will assess your needs and will match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be able to connect in a safe and private online environment. Your counselor can be your You know, counselor can be contacted anytime. You can set up video calls, phone calls, whatever, whatever the means are that you need to reach out to them. You know, so if you're facing depression, like I said, some stress, some anxiety, some things in your past, feeling like you're not good enough, you know, even thoughts of suicide. No one is judging you. You have to, you have to be willing to seek help. You know, so please understand that they are here for you. In fact. You know, it's been so many people turning to BetterHelp in order to improve their, their mental health that they've been hiring more people in all 50 states. So you'll always have a resource. You don't have to worry about does it depend on where I'm located? No, they'll be able to reach you online. So if you're feeling burdened down, I want you to enjoy a more blessed and a stress-free life. And as one of our listeners, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com slash godly. So go ahead and join over 1 million people taking advantage, taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash godly. The fourth woman that I need my fellas to avoid is the one that flirts around but doesn't want commitment. Now, we know We know these people exist on both sides because I heard my sister saying men don't want to commit. Men don't want to commit. But ladies, I know so many of y'all stringing brothers along. It is sad. Like, please don't make it seem like it's just the fellas. We all need Jesus. All right. You know, so this, in my opinion, is different from that lust for woman because this woman probably even worse. This woman just wants attention. So you get the impression there's progression. Okay, maybe she's feeling me. You know, we could go forward, and then when you ask her out, nah, not not this, not right now. And then, but she wants to talk all day. You can talk day and night about absolutely nothing, day and night. Ah, oh, you want to hang out this Friday night? Oh, I'm busy. All right, let me know when you're free. Okay, we'll do. Then they want to text you all day. The moment you don't text them, they're they're offended because, in their opinion, we should be talking. You know, because they want those girlfriend privileges, but they don't want to be a girlfriend. How that work, fam? like it's crazy to be how people operate, (laughs) you know, so please understand that these women must be avoided because they'll allow you, sir, they will allow you to pursue them. They will allow you to flirt with them. They'll even allow you to take them out on dates because some of them know it's going to be free. So they'll allow you to pay for their food um, and they'll do all these things, but they will never give you the time of day. Sadly, this has happened to so many people, You know, and this is something that I feel like this shouldn't even be happening in church because you should be able to just say, hey, I'm not interested. And if they just want to hang out as friends, cool. But stringing someone along is something that I find very immature. And that's something I don't believe that Christians should be doing because we're our brother and sister's keeper. How are we taking advantage of one another like that? You know what I mean? But they're just stringing you along. You know, sometimes they just don't have anything better to do. You know, these women sometimes are simply waiting on some guy that they're interested in to finally show them attention. So the guy they're interested in doesn't want them. He moved on with his life. Now she's entertaining you because the moment he's free again, bye bro. You know, then now you're bro. Now you're, you're in a friend zone, you know, and then then they go back to whoever they were interested in. So we have to be careful, man. We have to be willing to, to understand our worth as men, because you don't want to pursue after someone who is not interested or who is, who is pretending to be interested just so, you know, just so they could have someone to talk to because they don't want to be alone, you know? And and it's just sad that this happens. But, you know, my encouragement to you, men: find a woman who actually values you, that actually sees potential in you, you know, because it's so easy for us as men to, yeah, we want to pursue that woman, yeah, she got all the looks, blah 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 blah. Yeah, looks aside, find a woman that appreciates you not the one that tolerates you but the one that appreciates you that wants you that wants to be with you that wants that that appreciates what sh- the value that you add to her life you know because god gives us a wife as a blessing so we need to pursue the type of woman that'll add value to our lives not the type of woman that talks to us when she's bored you know not the type of woman that that's okay yeah you know she's she's up one day down the next you really don't know what it is, you know, they play mind games. You know, those are not the type of women that you need to be pursuing after. Because real women know what they want, you know. So if she isn't interested, you know, if she is interested in you, that's fine. As long as she expresses that, you know. And I believe that's the type of woman that you need to pursue after. Because clearly that shows a level of maturity in someone that you would want to be with. And I know I said four, but I'm going to leave you with a fifth one. And this is probably um, it's probably the least significant but number five would be the type of woman that you need to avoid is the woman that's not following us because if she's not following us, then how would, then you know she's not living right. I'm joking, um, but <laughs> as always, guys, we appreciate you for tuning in to today's podcast episode. You know, so hopefully I get this up on YouTube. I know it's going to be long for YouTube, whatever they'll enjoy it or they probably won't. But if you like, if you liked it, go ahead and like the page, subscribe, you know, share it. Join, consider joining a Patreon if you are if you have the ability to. I know that time has changed everything with Corona season and all that, but consider investing into this ministry and we're going to be continue doing more things. It's because of our Patreon family that we were able to buy a new camera and get a new mic. So it's a lot of things that you guys are blessing us with that we are so grateful. You know, so I pray that you guys are blessed and I pray that our men and our ladies are edified that took the time to listen to this. And as always, we appreciate you guys. See you next Thursday. Peace.